0: Hi, this is Billy Sands. I want to spice up my barbecue. I always listen to Chris and Case on the Detroit Lions broadcast show.
1: Lions fans.
2: It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions podcast post-game show with your hosts chris and
3: case hey howdy fans welcome to the detroit lions power podcast episode <laughs> 290 this is the official detroit lions podcast for reddit and i and i'm still sober i promise we're doing it live i'm your host chris and with me is my good friend and co-host andy how you doing brother i'm good
1: <laughs> i'm good i'm as i expected to be <laughs> Your, your face
3: gives it all away. we'll talk about it uh, we're gonna talk about today's game we're gonna take uh, you around a little bit of round table we'll talk about our thoughts on the on the game and what we saw today and of course as always we'll be taking your calls that and a whole lot more we got a great show lined up Sam man you ready to go brother let's do it
2: let's kick this off and break it down
3: All right, a couple of really really quick announcements first check us out and help us out on the patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from Guam. Oh, gosh, that's right. Of course, our very first donor, Mathis. Mathis. And Brian B. from I Prevail, Iprevailband.com. Check them out. they got great, great stuff. Album coming out first part of 2021, which will be a better year, I promise. Uh, Head on over to Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. You can then join the Patreon crew. As little as a dollar a month donated gets you into our Slack chat, which is what you need right now. After this therapy session, you're going to need the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet because everywhere else is going to be bad. It's not slappies. It's not everyone saying, hey, it's okay, guys, we're going to win. No, no. It's just intelligent, thoughtful, and respectful chat. You deserve it. You owe it to yourself. You can give more than a dollar because you appreciate it, too. Just just think about that. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get signed up now and take advantage of that. Also, give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. Instagram, Detroit Lions podcast. And on Twitter, D E T Lions Podcast. Follow us at D E T Lions Podcast, please, because it's the very best place to see Andy.
1: With no pants on. Oh,
3: very nice. Uh <laughs> subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. And I have to say, there is a new YouTube channel that we opened up just yesterday. It's uh, DLP clips. Ooh. Check that out. We're, uh, we're giving you all the Cliff's Notes version of what's going on in in on uh, the show. We're making it easier to digest in little chunks and uh, refer back to the stuff that you want if you don't have time. Sometimes we don't have all the time we need, and that's a great way to get at the show. You can right now, we got to get the URL taken care of, but you can go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash D-L-P Clips, and that'll get you right to the YouTube channel. All right, rate us on iTunes, sit your Google Play wherever you find us. We love those five-star reviews if you find yourself wanting to click anything else that isn't five stars, hit us up on subreddit. Tell us why. We want to know. We absolutely want to know and see if we can make it right. Write us an iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find us. Do that. Five stars. Um, okay, I think that covers it. Let's talk about today's wonderful game. You know, COVID could have prevented this.
2: Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review this week in Reddit.
3: Oh, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. I, I challenge you guys to say that fast, especially when you're drinking. Um, it didn't work when I was drinking. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What a game! We only lost by six points today to the 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 stellar Saints team. Obviously, a Super Bowl uh, contender there in New, in New Orleans. Um, there is no shame in today's game, right, Andy?
1: Oh yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> zero, zero shame. You know, it's uh, it's. The Saints team, you know, they uh, they always run for 200 yards and score five touchdowns in a row and, yeah. uh, you know, play with uh, eight starters missing mm-hmm. uh, if you include guys that they lost mid-game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just normal stuff for the Saints. Just uh, Super Bowl bound.
3: Yeah, 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 for sure. They are all over that. Um, the depth that they showed. The uh, <laughs> um, So let's talk about first the double-digit lead we gave up why wait till the fourth quarter <laughs> do it in the first Let's, seven minutes 20 it over with. well it was 28 unanswered points right or was it 35 unanswered points 35 quarter? yeah mm, god that stunk that really really hurt um tough game to watch uh i know there's a lot of um unhappiness right now about oh hey matt thanks man um unhappiness about the Patricia situation. We can talk about that some more. We'll take your calls like always. I have to give Matt a shout out for his super chat. He almost took a nap instead of watching that. And uh, he just couldn't. It may have been the better deal. I mean, but how else? I, I, I tweeted that. I can't think of a, a better way to spend my Sunday. <laughs> Thanks for that super Nice chat, Sunday. Um, yeah. God, that's that was just a stunner. That was absolute stunner. I expected the Lions to do better. When we had that 14-point lead... I, I, Credit to my wife. She said, this is the lions. That means nothing. And I was like, I know, but we started off pretty good here. This is, we, we came out of the shoot. We never come out of the shoot strong. We never come out of the shoot strong. And here we are. And, um, and then that was it. We, 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 we went to sleep. Was, um, that was all she wrote. Let's talk about the play. I am first and foremost, and, and people probably aren't going to like it, but this is going to lead to a question. Uh, putting this on the shoulders of Matthew Stafford, we knew this was going to be a shootout game. This was going to be an offensive game based on both teams' defenses, and his his balls were all over the place today. <laughs> he he just he couldn't he just couldn't do it. He he could not deliver a ball for the life of him. I love Matthew Stafford. I've said it said it a lot. Uh, he's a, he's he's a great guy for the community. A great human being, but it's time to start asking the question is this not shaking rust anymore is this a different matthew stafford after the injury and is if it's if so is this the matthew stafford that's going to carry this team next year and for a couple years forward so you guys can give us a call 248 happy to talk about that talk about the game and again it's a therapy session um we can talk about the coaching staff and when they need to go as well if you want give us a call andy um I know it wasn't only Matthew, right? The defense did not get any stops for a long time. It was expected that they wouldn't. They did start out with an interception, though. But do you want to do you want to ramrod the D while you got a chance?
1: (laughs) I'm going to ramrod everybody. Everybody. This was not a like one stage fail game. We're talking about the Saints putting up 35 points in a row. Obviously, that's on the defense. But we have to talk about how when Stafford had time people were still not open. Now, obviously, the TV cams don't show us what's happening downfield or whatever, but he was looking downfield. You know, he had a couple plays where he had three-plus seconds to throw and nobody was open against the Saints team that had no defensive backs that are the worst in the league against tight ends. Either this was one of the most horrifically game-planned games of all time or everything failed. And it's, it's hard to put that, you know, on one particular person, but Stafford looked out of it. You could tell that, you know, he was either trying too hard or was trying to force balls into spots that balls shouldn't be put into <laughs> the Jesse um,
3: James catch was an absolute, just a Hail Mary, right? It was just a Hail oh, Mary God, 15 yeah. yards, right?
1: Yeah. That's, that's like 2000, uh, you know, 11, 2012 Stafford is what that play looked like, yep. you oh. know, but we had a couple throws that, you know, like we had two wide receivers in the same spot multiple times this week. Yep. Like, how does that happen? Is that schemed? Are we allowing players to freelance out there and they're all running in the same direction? You know, this whole game from top to bottom, outside of special teams,
3: garbage, Absolutely. garbage. Absolutely. All right, caller, what's your name? How many of you had to drink? <laughs> this is Mo from Battle Creek, Michigan. Hey, Mo, how you doing, and man? Nice.
4: All right. Uh currently live in Atlanta so I'm amongst all these uh sorry Falcons fans. So. Oh I I can, I I, <laughs> I got
3: two guys I know down there in Atlanta that can, you can hook up and get get the Lions bar together with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh
4: Stafford, um, him, them, hate them. Uh those those passes it's like when they connect, it's like, Woo, he dropped a dime. But then <laughs> The one in the end zone where it's like, oh, why did you throw it? You know, you could just ran and got to like the four, five or four yard line, you know. So it's just one of those things, man. It's like Stafford, I love you, but I hate you at the same time. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's always been a risky kind of quarterback, right? He's He's put balls in places that... I love saying that. Absolutely, like I gotta say it again. <laughs> <laughs> say it a few more times for the people in the back. <laughs> he's putting balls in places that no one ever thought you could. And, <laughs> and you talk about Stafford yeah. windows, right? You're putting the balls yeah. in the window so everyone can see how great you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm 12. I'm sorry. Um, no, he's 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 been amazing. But with those those stellar plays, God, sometimes it's just horrific to see. Just horrific yeah, to see. I, I mean.
1: The one downfall of Stafford, his entire career, is trying to do too much. When he had all those interceptions yeah. back in yeah. the day, it was him forcing balls that he didn't need to force. Jim Caldwell came in, kind of fixed that. Uh, you know, got got him calmed down a little bit. Hey, we don't need to win it on every play. You know, sort of mentality. But what we're seeing is kind of a, re- a regression back to that, and it doesn't help. When you know for a fact that your defense is going to put you in a tough spot, where if you don't yeah, score I, I, and score often, you are out.
4: I was going to say that same exact thing. I I love the offense. I think Stafford can get us down the field. I I like the scheme. I think we can put points up on on the board, but it's just our offense has to play mistake free mm-hmm. football because our defense. When they get on the field, it's like, you know, the other team is going to score. And so that puts it all on Stafford in the offense again.
1: Yep. And, you know, I hate saying this because I hate it when people say like, oh, if we had made this one catch, we would have won the game or whatever. But this is one of those games where if we had won and you just look back at Stafford's, you know, passing line, it's not horrible. Three touchdowns, you know, one pick, uh, you know, percentage maybe wasn't that great, but tons of yards.
3: Only lost by six.
1: I mean, but, and that's the thing is that, you know, it's hard to say, you know, how bad somebody is playing based on just stats, but he definitely hasn't been passing the eyeball test lately.
4: It's the defensive scheme like Kamara and uh, the other running back, um, forgot his name, but. They were dragging the defense like Murray. oh Murray yeah. Up the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable <laughs> watching this defense. It looked like a high school team getting like carried by Adrian Peterson. You know like like the bus came back and was playing a, like a middle school team. You know guys just holding on to his and coats then, getting then- dragged behind him. You know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got nervous, but every time
4: Breeze went into play action and he cocked that thing back, I was like, I know somebody's open. I know somebody's open.
3: (laughs) And and I'm not – look, I'm not trying to scratch a scab here, but I'm known to do that every now and then. Most of the time we were in zone when that happened. (laughs) yeah (laughs) i gotta give a a, a shout out quick to panda mine jim caldwell please come home i promise to treat you right
4: (laughs) oh yeah look look i'm about ready to wear a t-shirt that says hashtag say his name with jim caldwell on the name on the back
3: Damn. I'm going to have that shirt up in our merch store by the end of the week. I promise you.
1: I'll I'll buy that from (laughs) fanatics.
3: I I will put that shirt up in the merch store this week. (laughs) Say his name. Picture Caldwell's face. That is good. That is really good. (laughs) Oh, man, man. Oh, Mo, you kill me. But I,
4: but I, I have to say that this is the first Sunday that I watched the, like the whole Lions game through because I'm for the past 6 years I had to watch it on Red Zone cuz I just cannot watch a whole Lions game. So I was like mm. Red Zone just saves me cuz I have to turn the channel. After at third quarter when you you put up 35 points, I like I got to turn from this. You guys are making me sick. What <laughs> <laughs> what's it, it going to take
3: to get you to be able to watch a whole game again? I mean, would you have to have a Super Bowl season or would it have to be playoffs? I mean, seriously, and I'm asking not to, not to pick on you. Right. But there, you know, you speak for many people right now (laughs) and I'm wondering, what's it going to take to bring you back? Right.
4: You know what, you know what it was when we, when we put it on Kyler Murray last week and it was like, I thought Kyler Murray was just going to run circles around us. But when we got the interceptions and we were, containing them. I truly mm. thought that we could beat the Saints. And I was like, you know, because of last week, I think our defense is waking up and, you know, I think we're going to go in. And then we got 14-0 and then it was like, boom, 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 boom.
1: Well, that's what the Lions do Bro, to you, last, right? Last they, week was like the
4: booster for them. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what they do. They They win week three under Matt Patricia every year. Get your hopes up and then background <laughs> <laughs> that's bullshit
3: that's all I guess <laughs> yeah alright hey, yeah. hey Mo I'm gonna let you go man I'm gonna let some other folks call in alright bro
4: alright thanks nice talking with you guys you too yeah, man oh,
3: it's good to have you thank you for calling alright Mo That's awesome all right, there you go. See, that's that's part of the therapy, right? We can be angry at the team and frustrated with it, but don't let, them, don't let them rip your insides out. It's not it's not fair to you. It's not healthy. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink?
5: Uh, I don't drink. Um, Do you want to start? Listen, D, I spoke <laughs> to you guys last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I wish how are you doing? I did. <laughs> how are you doing, man? Uh, man, I'm a little depressed, to be
3: honest. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I
5: mean... Honestly, a couple of things for you guys. Look, the only losing by six points. I mean, that, that's just, I mean, it's misleading. Yeah, it's, it's a bullshit you know, line. The Saints were really yeah. protecting the lead. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. I told you guys last week, Stafford, doesn't look the same. I'm telling you, yeah. that back injury, he, uh, I don't think it's rust. I, I really think that uh, he's not the same person. I mean, his first pass to Kenny G was was off mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. overthrows Peterson and overthrows Jones or underthrows uh Haw. We don't know which one. I mean they're both are right there. Right. Uh, underthrows Hawk in the end zone. I mean when he got the interception, I, I just uh, I'm not understanding what's going on with this guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know. I know. Last week you guys said you thought it was Rust, but I mean, do you really think it's Rust at this point?
3: I've been I've been on this a bit since actually week one because he he just hasn't looked right and everyone was like yeah no week one he's just shaking the rust off you know we're mad about the Chicago game but it's just rust or so many other things to look at that went wrong right and then week two we started asking and even in this week all the way through the, the the game preview with Tony and Riz I'm like are we sure this is rust are we really sure we've had, this is you know we're we're like game three that's game three of the preseason by then all the rust should be gone right I mean we should be able to see what we got yeah 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 this is the week this is the week and it's like it was either he's gonna break Out this week, or we're gonna see what we got. And I'm gonna. And I just, I think this is what we got. I think this is Matthew Stafford right now, and it scares the hell out of me. It scares Mm -hmm. the hell out of me because we need him Mm -hmm. to win. Period. He was the only chance we had against. We live on his arm. Yep. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The wide receivers aren't getting enough separation. You know, for anybody, but that's what Stafford needs to do, and he's not doing it.
3: Yeah. And there's, I don't know that there's another. Sorry, I don't know if there's another quarterback that can survive with those wide receivers. The interceptions are gonna be off the charts because they can't put a ball in there like yeah. the Stafford can. What was what I see? He was like third or fourth strongest arm in the NFL since like 1950 or something like that, or in the Super. something crazy. Like just his arm is is like nobody else's. And I was I was I was thinking about that watching what was it, the Monday night game. Um Patrick uh, uh Mahomes watching him be able to just kind of touch a po- touch pass a ball right and throw it over the top of defenders mm-hmm. and then and then you know sky drop it into somebody's arms in stride and I'm like you know you never ever see that from Matthew. It's always on a rope. And that's why hands hit balls and he he breaks Buda Baker's hands. Uh, but that's, that's, he, he just doesn't get air under that ball and put it over the top of that, that front line, the front seven and drop it in on guys. And that hurts. That hurts. His, his great arm is, is a huge benefit, but it, you know, like anything, if everything's a hammer, or then or if all you got's a hammer, everything's a nail. That's what I think I'm trying to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Michael, thank you so much. Michael H. got some Jaeger set aside for me. Buddy, I will be over shortly. I'm I'm not gonna be able to keep doing this no drink thing if uh, the Lions keep doing this. It's me. Man, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh uh, man. And
5: you know what? The thing is though, we could have we could have won this game. I mean the defense didn't force a punt until the fourth quarter. Yep. Like, are you serious? Yep. Right. Even with all the mistakes, even with the drops, the overthrown balls, we still could have won this game if they could have just got some stops. I I know you do saying guy. Matt P is going to be a great coach somewhere if he if he doesn't make it here, but I don't, I think he's a below average coach. I think he's stubborn and he's essentially he's going to fire himself. I mean, it's time to change things up. Yeah, I mean, this defense is not working.
3: Yep, and and, and this is a thing that really I mean, and Andy doesn't feel a whole lot of confidence. Um, but you look at the next five games, six games, five. We should win five out of the six got the Jags, the Falcons, the Colts, the Vikings, the Washington football team and the Panthers. We should be able to take five out of those six if we were any other year Lions team. Right. And you, you start thinking if all of a sudden say we just take five out of those six, then we're we're what six and three at that point, six and four at that point. You're not going to be getting rid of your coach. You're looking at meaningful games in December. I mean, you still got the Texans, Bears, Packers, Titans, Buccaneers, and Vikings to go. I mean, you can win two of those, right? I mean, now all of a sudden you're eight and eight. Does that keep this coach? Um, That's where I think the real like people are like saying fire him now. I don't think that's the right thing to do. I just don't for the team, um, for getting the right talent next time. The whole and and just for the growth of a lot of these players, I don't think that's the right thing right now. Is not the time to do it, but. I think a lot of people are right. The people that really, really, really want him to go more than they want to win because those people are out there. We, we've seen them. We talked about them in the weekly show on Tuesday last week or this week. Um, there's people that want the coaches and the GM gone more than they want to see the Lions win this year. If you're eight and eight at the end of the year, it makes it really kind of hard to get rid of. Them. I mean, you could do nine and seven with Caldwell, Right maybe you're handing off mm-hmm. another team that maybe can go somewhere under a different coach I don't know but if you're if you're a fire patricia person that's absolutely 100% on that train you want it now you want it absolutely now because these next couple games are almost hand me gimmies and let's face it if he loses you know 3 of those 6 games absolutely he's out right it, there's there's no question about it these these are the must win games Go ahead, bro.
5: Yeah, no, I keep giving this guy chances, man. I, I, I wanted him to be successful. I still, yeah. cause I want the team to be successful. Yeah. But if he refuses to change, you know what can you do? And then he does dumb stuff like that. That challenge earlier, and then he didn't challenge the the one that late, later in the game that he should have challenged. Yeah. I mean, I saw everyone saw that guy I was clearly down. How did you before feel? The ball came out.
3: How did you feel when he went for the two points?
5: I, I, think it was a mistake. But you know that that was me. I mean, I think. Yeah, I you know, agree you're you're getting ahead of yourself a little too much there i mean if you do miss that then you can't even you
3: know. then you, you know have to you get, get the, the two point time. the next time you, you have, have to get the you have to no matter what yeah. yeah i i like it i like the ballsy move i don't think i would have done it right i don't think it's the right move or the smart move it no. worked out it worked out right except the game wasn't long enough now. to see him turn turn into something but it was an interesting call so Hey, man, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I, I can't right. disagree with you. Nope. <laughs> Put it that way as much as I no, want I, to, right? <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. All right. We'll see you <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, I would be interested to
1: look and see how many punts the Lions have forced this year. I'm sure somebody could find that relatively quickly. But, yeah. I mean, this defense is just not built to get off the field. And as crazy as that is to say, they this is the defense that they wanted. This is the defense that Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn built. You can't say that he doesn't have his players or whatever. It's year three. You've had plenty of time to draft dudes, to get guys in here. You know, you're drafting DeAndre Swift instead of defensive tackles, defensive ends, you know, for your defense. You think your defense is fine the way it is, but when you don't get sacks, and you don't get pressures.
2: Get what you fucking deserve.
1: <laughs> and people just stand back there, and people get five yards of rush. It's impossible. It's impossible. This team is not built to win. They're not going to win. That's just the 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 way it goes. I think honestly, after re-watching the Cardinals game last week, yeah. it be- just became more apparent that the Cardinals had a horrific game plan horrific yeah. they didn't do anything they literally played a game straight into this defense's Strength. you know like yeah and what's yeah.
3: Fu- what's even funnier is watching carolina this week disassemble the cardinals all of a sudden it makes that that win a little less meaningful right <laughs> yeah ah <laughs> uh, so it is what it is all right hey caller what's your name and uh, how much have you had to drink
2: Oh, uh, Alex! Uh, I'm already dumb enough to be a Lions fan. I don't need to uh, drink to add to it.
3: <laughs> I think I think it's, oh, no. we're, we have a, a fall off. The, no, 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 that's cool. Usually, you know, in the in the post game shows, we get a lot of folks that have been drinking to call in. That's that's where that whole thing started. But I think like the people that are drinking have like just absolutely crashed. They're like passed out on the couch somewhere right <laughs> They're now gone. In, in sheer pain. And it's only the people that remain sober to to power through this. How you doing, man? <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm good. I just want to, you know, I, what I noticed about you could feel the edit and flow of that game, and like Stafford almost had three interceptions before he threw that one. Really, he's lucky he didn't get picked off the, the three throws before, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't, you know, he's he's getting older in years and whatnot, and I think he he might just be burned out in Detroit. Like, uh, you know, it, it, I think there's the, the with the COVID and everything, everybody's kind of down and everybody's mad and you know uh i think i think i think the, the locker room soured in there and uh like they just they felt like they were gonna lose and you, you could see his temper coming out and trying to force things and you know we, we used to say that we loved angry stafford but uh you know as he, things change and uh maybe maybe he just doesn't have that that same thought process he used to anyways mm-hmm. and then I don't know when they were up by 14, you know, I, I was willing to let all bygones be bygones and keep the <laughs> coaching staff. <laughs> you know, but when they, you know, I, I'm not mad at them. I don't have any, it's nothing personal, but they got to win. And I looking at this, the season later this year, you know, it looks like the season might get easier, you know, and if they draft a quarterback and they stick around and they get a chance, you know, I like stability. I don't think there's anything wrong with stability. I think that, uh, I wanted to give them more time, but uh, you know they got to go at least eight and eight. You know, and if they want to dra- draft a quarterback, or if uh, the Jets get rid of Sam Darnold or whatnot, you know, maybe pick up someone like that and you know try it one more year because of the COVID thing. You know, I'm not I'm not mad at them.
3: So anyway, that's, that's my thought. Well, and here's the thing. <laughs> The Jets are getting Trevor Lawrence. Let's just let's just solve this problem right now. <laughs> the Lions, as bad as the Lions are, they're not going to out Lions the Jets this year. <laughs> it's 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 they've got they've got Trevor Lawrence. So it's what do you want to do with your second overall or third overall pick in the draft again? Is where you are at when you you think about this team right now. So uh, I think we have um, Matthew Stafford this year and next year. And I'm worried about what we, what we are going to replace him with because we need an epic failure year to get a, a real replacement for him. And, um, with, I don't know beyond Trevor Lawrence, who's, who's the top guys. Maybe you can hit me in the chat. I, I really get started that after the season ends and, uh, get into like the, the, the shrine bowl, the senior bowl, which I can't wait for, by the way, I'm, I'm already stoked for for, what are we going to (laughs) build?
1: Well, you know, that's the thing that we should talk about is how, the college season is all, f- you know, funky this year. Yep. Like, are we really seeing what players are going to look like? And of course, this is a year that is p- potentially a transitional year for the Lions, and it's going to be a weird-ass college year where who knows who's number two. Like, we could yeah. say Justin Fields yeah. could be number two, but it's- quarterbacks are always a crapshoot. Yeah. It always makes me nervous to draft a quarterback, but, you know... And of course, this is the year the lions get it you know the same thing that the lions get the number two, the number one, the number two pick right as the salary cap you know uh cap is being put on yeah. the lions have half their uh money tied up in three players yeah you know classic lions perfect timing every time
3: yeah, hey psychedelic monk psychedelic monk three one three thank you so much this bud is for the lions fans. Um, I got a hit to where was it where'd he go in the in the chat? It was a good one. Um there he is. Own own new Eisenhart. We really need penis Penasini to start pounding it in there and start sticking it in the old line's face. Yeah. Uh, he's he's always been bringing those jokes. I can't let him go by without at least <laughs> mentioning one of them. Um yeah, I don't even know, man. I, this this team, this 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 coaching staff, they how do you build out of what we see in college today? I this is going to be, you know, it's it's tough obviously cuz of COVID it wrecked a lot of stuff for football. Um the college season is a mess. Uh, at least the Big 10 I guess is still playing. There's going to play now and we'll be able to see some players there, but um how this all unwinds into the NFL draft next year. Um like you said, it's always a crapshoot. With quarterbacks, and then you 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 wind up spending three years on those experiments that are crapshoots before you can really check out and say they failed. And it's always this thing where you spend all this time, or or did is Sam Darnold a better quarterback than the team he plays for? Right? Would Sam Darnold thrive in the Lions? Well, that's going to mm-hmm. be a tough sell for for fans and yep. sponsors and everything else, right? Um. So okay, let's go to the well and we'll we'll draft you know Justin Fields. All right, we bring him in. You got three years. Now is it a coaching problem or is it a quarterback problem, right? You wind up in the same boat. And it really, I mean, it just it seemed like bringing this coaching staff in and the experience and the GM. I mean, the whole search that they did, you know, everybody, everybody praised Bob Quinn as a GM coming in, right? I mean, it was just unanimous across mm-hmm. the NFL. To get this result is just, it's so disheartening. It is so yeah. disheartening because you start looking at coaches out there I do go, you know, like I said. I go back to uh Cronell to Andy Reid uh, successful 11 win season out of out of garbage time for the the Chiefs. Um maybe maybe Mike Singletary could bring something like that, Singletary. <laughs> Eric B why did I say Mike Singletary? Um could bring something like that to the Lions, who knows, right? You're you're but you're you're still bringing the distilled version. Or maybe it's the, the dis- not distilled, the, the watered down version, right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, and you have to think about it, is that the Lions, when they hired Matt Patricia, they were hiring a coach to win now. He, yeah. he wasn't a, let's see what happens, coach. He wasn't a, we need to change things, coach. He was brought in to win now. And when your win now coach doesn't work out, you ride the wave up to get your win now coach. And when your win now coach fails, You dump. And so that's my fear is that because of our bye week being this upcoming week, week five, it's a little early. If they don't fire Patricia during this bye week, then he's riding it out. But when you have a coach that's riding it out, you're not doing the things potentially you need to do to start the rebuild process the way you need to start it. If we're talking about trading Stafford at the deadline to a team that has an injured QB, but that's still in the hunt and just needs somebody that's talented if we're talking about trading anybody off this team in that scenario can you really do it when you have a lame duck head coach and a lame duck GM still sitting here are they really going to do what's best for the team when they know they're going to get fired at the end of the year you know there's you know and they're definitely not going to trade Stafford if they're trying to win if they plan on staying you know it just kind of creates a cycle of of bullshit that's like impossible to get out of and I'm afraid that that's where we're going to get stuck. And our rebuild is going to be slow. slow. Well, that's,
3: that's where the keep the GM and dump the coach kind of mindset might come in. So that you're making the, 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 the right quote unquote moves on that. And I say in that situation, I would I would just hammer down on November 1st being around the date, the trade deadline being the 29th of October. Um, that gives you. All the the leeway you need as a GM to bring the people in. You let your coach go on the uh, <laughs> right after that, and you you move on. That's I, I still th- and and then you've satisfied what you said. The reality is of meaningful games in December because right around November first is when you're you're mathematically eliminated. So I mean, all the things come together at that point to where, uh, like I said, I point to that date. I've said it for weeks, and when I'm right, you guys are not going to hear the end of that. <laughs> All right, caller, what's your name, how much you had a drink? Caller. Hello? Hey, how you doing?
5: Oh, geez, I I didn't think I'd get through here. No, I'm not a football coach. I just, I was so frustrated today. You know, different schemes, different whatever, but it's like, down to you just can't tackle anybody. I mean, they don't even have to worry about passing. I mean, this guy's getting five, six, seven yards, a crack. It's like adjustments, whatever. It comes down to, can't you tackle these guys and put them down? That's my insight into today. Uh, Your thoughts, please.
3: Yeah, Yeah. All the worst. For a coach that talks about fundamentals, uh, the fundamental of five, six, seven yards after contact is the part that's the worst. They cannot tackle on defense. The, this all. is
1: like the worst tackling team I've seen since two thousand and nine, and I would have said two thousand and eight, but two thousand and nine comes after that because it, I just have never seen a defensive line get pushed two, three yards off the ball every single play. They were getting pushed off the ball during passing plays during passing plays. Our defensive ends were 10 yards away from the quarterback. You know, it's unreal, unreal watching our defensive line get their backs turned to the ball and just, you know, our linebackers are already on the line of scrimmage. So when the running back breaks through the first line, he's into the third line. You know, Tracy Walker, I'm sure, led the team in tackles again today because our safeties had to do all the tackling. Unbelievable. Yep. unbelievable this and game is no crazy. pressure r- r-
5: r- no pressure on the quarterback it's just it's, it's it's so pathetic how you say you're gonna i'm gonna live and die a lions fan it just it's it's in your blood yeah. but, oh, god, are, where's, like, where's the bleeding stop here you know but <laughs> thanks guys i appreciate you letting me take the call
3: <laughs> no problem man thanks for calling appreciate right. it have a good day yeah, <laughs> you too oh god no i know exactly where he is right <laughs> Feel the same way. All right. Uh, Loretto Martin, he's asking, where's my CBD oil? Let me tell you about it. It's at CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. That's exactly where it was. He, he gave me a super chat to do this read. Uh, <laughs> if, look, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not just physical pain. There's emotional pain that needs help. Like, I mean, you can get, get sidestep some anxiety with the help of uh, your CBD, but let's face it. The Lions give you the situation where you need the relief from the pain more more than ever and cbd is the way to do it uh after workouts if you want to get yourself some sleep if you got just recurring pain um they've got this great cbd cream um that you can rub on uh, areas uh, that- <laughs> <laughs> uh areas that are hurting sorry um uh, i was jumping ahead in my mind that's why Stop talking. Gone areas. Yeah, yes. Got a great review about the cream from uh one of the guys in Slack. He's had some back problems for a long time and he's been using it, and he's like absolute relief out of it. He absolutely loves it. Uh my wife uses it. Uh she's got some tendonitis stuff in her thumb and it's helping a lot. I've used it on my back. It's it's great. I love the cream, it really works great for localized pain. And then these are for more generalized pain <laughs> that you have, like after a lion's lions. Legal in all fifty states. Unlike Sandman's background, um, these gummies are are awesome. Now these are super powerful. They they definitely will make you chill. It's part of their Delta Eight line. They also have the oil. I got that over here. I'm still sticking with the gummies on the on that. I've got an open thing of the other oil. Oh, it doesn't go there. It is there. You go full spectrum. Delta Eight. This is the best stuff they got. I'm telling you, the most potent stuff they've got over there. Uh, I've used some of the yummy Yum gummies, some of the other oils, and it's all working. It's all great, but this stuff is is like next level, next level. If you're looking for the power, <laughs> uh, CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Get your get your stuff over there. They it's great shipping. It's great product. A great product information comes with every shipment, and a fifty percent off card for your next purchase comes with it. So CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Support the show and. uh we get a little kickback. I got to tell you that. So we we get a little kickback when you go buy that. But you're gonna be you're gonna be happy you did. So support with the show by supporting your own mental and physical health. Yeah, CPD, not Detroit Lions podcast. I'm saying, man, you are a superstar, man. You are you are absolute Hollywood, man. You have everything ready to go, every background for every occasion. <laughs> it is awesome. Uh, sorry for the. Um, you can rub it in your brain arrow area, <laughs> Loretta. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Let's go. We got a caller here um hey caller what's your name and uh, how much have you had to drink so far i'm going to actually eat one of these cbds while we're sitting here
0: <laughs> what's going on this is q aka perry poppy i had a lot of orange juice <laughs> <laughs> it's not on drinks so that's like that's like me walking on the wild side yeah. yeah well
3: you're training again right you're getting ready for another fight
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know when i was fight, but, I mean, I'm training. um, I may be training to play for the Lions. We need you.
3: You're the only one that suits up every week.
0: We need warm bodies. it's, It's rough, man. I just, I've never said this, but, I mean, after watching this game, either Stafford is slumping or he's declining. Yep. Because at this point, it's four straight weeks of him missing throws. I don't know, man. And if Stafford's if Stafford's on a decline, it's just time to blow this thing up. I really think they should fire Patricia and Quinn right now. Mm-hmm. I know it's probably not logical to fire Quinn. I just like Patricia has to go.
3: And and let me let me ask you why now. Okay. And, and, and it's, it's, I think it's a fair question because, you know, the, the benefit of doing it and the, and the detriments of doing that are, are really what you want to weigh when you make a decision like that. So besides he sucks and he's doing a terrible job. Right? I think we all agree on what the outcomes have been. But why now versus later?
0: Well, number one, because I'm upset. So,
3: <laughs> yeah. I, <don't> <laughs> but, I, lo- I love myself two, some honesty. Two, that is absolutely, so, man. Yeah. That's, nobody ever freaking says that, and that is always the number one <laughs> answer to that question. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't feel this way
0: tomorrow, but as of right now. I mean, also, I just think, like, I mean, let's just try something else. I just, I mean, I get it. It's a bye week. You give another chance, but I just don't see it. Like, I have faith that we could beat the Saints. We should have beat the Saints. Look what they did to us with six starters down. I think, who do we play after to buy? Jacksonville? Yeah. I don't know if we could beat Jacksonville. Like, we can't oh. stop anybody.
3: Oh, we can beat Jacksonville.
0: Man. <laughs> we could beat Chicago as well. <laughs> Will we? we? Will we? You know? <laughs> Will we? It's just, we can't. Our defense is so bad. It's humble, like they can't tackle. Mm-hmm. It's just bad. Yeah. It's like it's almost like he's just so stubborn, Patricia, he doesn't want to. He would rather lose his way than
1: try something different. But and that that's the truth. That's know, that's the real truth, is that we see somebody running man so much. And we have players that can't run man, and then he runs zone at the weirdest times and we get beaten zone, you know, but he had to bring in his guys and he has to run his defense. And it's just plain old not working. It's just not working. I don't. You know, s- we we've had this before where Tara Austin's defense would look lost, uh, but it was always you know a middle of the pack defense even when it was bad. You know, I don't. We right. haven't had a, even a register of a pulse on this defense in you know in three years. It's awful.
3: I don't know what Corey Unlin is bringing this defense. And that's that's the thing that we talked about when we when he was hired is, OK, Stafford's going to or <laughs> Patricia's going to let go of the reins of the defense. Corey Unlin's going to take control. It'll probably be the same defense, but we're going to see uh, a lot of work on that front line. That's what we expected is to see some an improved line. Some and wrinkles. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten all bad wrinkles. Every wrinkle was <laughs> every wrinkle had lint and and maybe some <laughs> and dead skin and maybe Scrotal some other wrinkles. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. God, so cute. I mean, you yeah, you got your money back for the the season tickets, right? Yeah, finally. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> you because because you said and then when you called him before, you said you re-upped, you were going to buy them, and then you're like kicking yourself over it. But they they canceled. Yeah, they gave so. us that that redo. Yeah. But the
0: yep. thing I, I saw something yesterday where the governor, I guess they um. Like her executive order was like overruled by the supreme court mm-hmm. but after losing like this i don't even want to go like that's a lot of money to go fly up there hotel all that stuff just to not even be competitive you know
3: yeah no yeah. I, I i see you are you're like my superhero you know what i mean watching you fly up there every week for a game for with season tickets is just like the ultimate commitment and i just felt like it was like in um oh god what, what was it um it's, it was just like when Superman's getting hit by the, the kryptonite, right? You're like, no, no, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, Q, yeah. come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you. Superman choosing to go directly into half first into the kryptonite. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs>
3: oh man yeah so q i'm i'm sorry man i'm glad i'm glad it worked out financially it's probably a good year to take a break but this is something i think this feels like a real shakeout kind of year for the lions kind of you know you think about it like in the terms of the stock market right people get shook out when you get a when you get a a dip and decline in the market um this is i think going to shake a lot of fans from the team and i got to do this this week i got to go in I've, i've got a theory about the um Kind of trajectory of a Lions fan and how they start out and they grow and grow and grow until they wind up dropping off the cliff on the other side and being Uncle Eddie, right? I mean, the one that's the, the one that everybody. Who is the Lions fan today hates. It's that that guy who's always like, oh, you're watching the Lions. Oh, how how are they going to lose? Ah, they'll never yeah. be any good till the Ford sell. You know, the whole line of whatever, right? The same stuff over and over. But those those people used to be fans generally, and they've been through the ringer already. And there's a there's an element of thousand-yard stare and folksy wisdom that comes out of them. That until you get past the bottom of the Kool-Aid glass, you're probably not going to really feel. <laughs> Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll, let, I'll let you guys go. But one thing, that, so when I when I don't go to the games, I watch them at Twin Peaks here in uh, in Atlanta. Mm. And there's like one other lie saying The older guys, I think it's like 57, and he just has no tolerance. Like I always save him and see everything. <laughs> The first mistake they make, he leaves. And this has been years. I've been like, I've been down here seven years. The 1st mis—I haven't seen him yet this season. But the first mistake they make, he just leaves. Oh, like man. it's ridiculous. Oh, but he's from Detroit. You know, a lifetime Lions fan. All of that.
3: Yeah. It does it to yeah, you. But- it does it to you, man. It, there's nothing worse, there's nothing worse than the beginning of October and you've given up on the team. You know what I mean? It's just it's yeah. just so frustrating yeah. because you spend all this time thinking about it and, and and loving, you know, loving them and believing in them and then you just get this this slap in the face. And that's what it feels like this year watching this team. It's just an absolute slap in the face because you know, if you can't, if you if you carried hope at all into the season, and you you you're right here at this bye week right now with what we've seen, I mean, how can you? How do you carry that? How do you take that from here about this team, right? I mean, I, I yeah. mean, you you almost, and I hate to say it, right? In mm-hmm. October, I never want to root for the team to uh to lose, but it is really like just we're playing for a draft pick now, right? And we wind up eight and eight. Yeah. You you may um you may wind up keeping your coach which is its own set of you know whatevers um <laughs> but you're you're not going to draft worth a shit either right you're going to wind up what 17 15 13 somewhere yeah. in there drafting i mean there's it's always it's just it's just frust- it's, it's frustrating
0: yeah I, yeah i don't i don't see eight at eight and eight at all like that's i don't think that's gonna happen yeah this is bad i
3: it is i i, I believe eight and eight it's doable after the the cardinals game I, I think it is. I think they're absolutely inconsistent, though. And you don't know what you're going to get week to week. But I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people who said we were coming into this bye week one and one and three. And here we are one and three. Everyone thought yeah. we were going to win the, over the Bears, though, and then lose Packers, Cardinal Saints. Right? Winds up, yeah. we, we flipped the win to a different team. And we're kind of where we thought. We stumbled into it. But it's these wild-ass... You know, in the Bears game, no confidence. The Packers game was an embarrassment. The Saints game could have been an embarrassment, but they came back a little bit just to make the final score look like it was something. The game was something it wasn't. But I mean, I I feel like seeing what they did against the Cardinals, I think we can beat the Jags, the Falcons, and and I think it gives us a whole new different conundrum, but I, I will go to. The november 1st thing in november 1st we play the colts okay and that was my my date that i guessed if we lose against the jags or the falcons that that red that red light is flashing on, on patricia's dashboard i'm telling you right there that's yeah. that's the one that's just like yeah. you, might well hit the, you might as well punch out now buddy because uh this plant's going down <laughs> yeah well i'll
0: let you guys go i just think to get spanked two out of the four games i didn't see that coming no no, you know, like just to totally not even be competitive in two of the four games
3: Man. that's crazy hey are you going are you gonna go to the but, game in Atlanta by chance?
0: uh if they have fans after all i i just say <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, it I, I work for a financial firm, I think our firm has season tickets oh. so if they uh if they have fans, I'm there, but yeah
3: if you can squeeze an, if right you can, if you can squeeze an extra one, let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got you man I got you. All right. Man, I'll call in uh, I call in 2 weeks after we lose, man. All right. Take care. All right, cute. You, bro. <laughs>
3: All, All right. All right. Hey caller, what wait. We got to get him in. There you go. Hey caller, what's your name? How much are you had to drink?
5: Uh, it's Otter, and I'm a Detroit Lions fan from Florida.
3: From From where did you say?
5: Well, I used to live in Michigan. I lived down in Florida, but my name is Otter. O T T E R. Yeah.
3: All right. How you doing, brother? How you like Florida? But the, reason, you? the
5: reason I'm calling for, because I heard Matt Patricia's after game interview, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the being able to teach the basics and stuff. <laughs> and I guess between him and Quinn, these guys, I, I mean, they got a lot of veterans on the team, right? Right. So right. what do they have to teach them the fundamentals? That's what I'm, that's what I understand. It's not like it's a team of rookies. I think, what is it, one or two, maybe three rookies starting?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's that money. Yeah, it's it's we're we're at the point now where that kind of talk just doesn't turn any dials. You know that 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 doesn't work when you've got veterans on your D line that are that look like garbage, that look like they don't know how to anchor. You know, it looks like their first time playing defensive tackle, you know, and you can say that maybe that's on coaching. But, you know, I think this is where the indictment of Patricia and Quinn comes in. Is that they're bringing uh, in dudes actually, that don't really help? I, I
5: would give, I would give more of this to Quinn than I would Patricia. Yeah, F- F- you know what I'm saying? Because it, 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 it's you know between Sheldon and our and, uh, Collins and all those guys, why, why does Patricia have to say, "Hey, we got these better fundamentals on tackling us"? Like, why why do you even say that? I mean, these guys are they've been in the league for years. I'll, I, and I, then to see somebody like a Slay to go and and I. I, I Excuse me, but I forgot the the, the lineman's name. You know, that was, he left, right? A uh, really good lineman. Ragnar or whatever that's been around for a while. Oh, Glasgow. Like, oh, yeah, so, like, if if, if I want to go to linings, why would I want? they're not going to reward me if I do well over the years. It's not about the money at this time, because they give, <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I yeah I'll tell you it, there's there's a couple things that play into that that press conference and this is not letting him off the hook at all so don't, so don't take it that way okay but just understand they have to be there right he has to it's the NFL rules so he has to show up for the press conference he doesn't want to be there people people and and he's just he's getting pummeled and he, and for, rightfully so right he's 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 getting questions that are hard um, the way you get through that it, it's just like I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm here to teach the fundamentals. We need to do the fundamentals. We need to learn how to tackle. We need to, you know, those are just words to fill up the time until he hits his mark, and then he can walk out of there. That's that's
5: but you know what, what so it always he, is. He's blaming the players, and it's the, hey, it's not to spot, the time, I'm blaming myself. It's not. Again, they've been in the league for so long, Collins and all those guys. They don't need to learn I, don't know. I can understand rookies, but <laughs> anybody else beyond that, it just doesn't make sense. Unless they come, and these guys are coming from New England, which have been in playoffs and everything for a long time.
3: So. Yeah, yeah, you would you would think that they know how to tackle.
5: <laughs> we would all hope that. My, yeah. uh, my, my thing is uh, I'd like to see Ford. Uh, I live down like I said down here in Florida. I would like to see the Ford sell the team to be uh, to West Palm, Florida. So it would be called the West Palm. Island i would love that that'd be perfect are you
3: so, you, so you're down southeast florida yeah I south am. florida yeah. i guess because mm-hmm. there's no southwest florida really <laughs> except for the gator yeah yeah well there's tampa i mean i don't know
5: how tampa did today but i don't know watch it
3: did. Yeah, you know were, the thing is i can't get my sure,
5: on tv i only get them on uh um serious you know yeah. I listen to it so let me ask and, you something. And then WJR as well is where I
3: release. Let me, let me do a quick poll. We're talking about doing a Super Bowl party. Obviously not with the Lions, but in Tampa. Would you would you come up for something like that? Hang out with some. Uh... Oh, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. All right, cool. We're thinking. We're talking about getting a bar yeah. and getting everybody to not social distance. and Hopefully there's a vaccine by then, but we'll see.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Down here, we're kind of open anyways we're
3: already. Yeah. Time, you know. So. Phase yeah. three.
5: Absolutely. That'd be great. That'd be fun. All right. Yeah. You know, Miami last year, I and mean, I probably should have went to it till, uh, last year in Miami. Yeah. I was looking for tickets just in case Lions didn't make it, but at that time, they three 300 $400 a
3: piece. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, brother, we're going to let you go. We're going to get rolling here, okay? All right. Thanks for calling. Awesome. Um, you know, thinking, talking about tickets, I'm not sure we're going to have any available, but uh, the, the, the the place to get them would be at our St. Jude auction, the charity auction that's coming up. What a what a party that's gonna be! Uh, starting November sixth, let me put the the quick graphic up for everybody on the on the YouTube stream. Look at that! Uh, November sixth, we're gonna have a twenty four hour podcast podcast-a-thon right here on uh, on YouTube, and it won't be set for the audio because nobody can make it through twenty four hours of audio. Uh, but we're gonna be doing twenty four hours of broadcasting. We're gonna have a number of players, some national celebrities, some uh, some big people calling in. Working, um, got everything set up with St. Jude, waiting for the last piece of paper from them to make it fully official. Uh, Work with them to get some great people in some great prizes so november 6th starts at 9 a.m november 6th ends at 9 a.m november 7th we're gonna have hourly giveaways to the highest donor every hour you'll be able to use super chat to do that and then we're also gonna have uh, sponsors each hour uh but the charity auction all the donated items and we've got a bunch already i got two Galladay jerseys thanks to mitch i got some other good stuff coming in Uh, a ski cabin up in colorado for a week all available, Ooh. yeah, yeah. That would be a party. That's another one. Maybe we well,
1: the CBD is legal.
3: <laughs> well, it's well, the, the see, real CBD. Yeah, the the, yeah, the THC. <laughs> <laughs> um, charity auction goes 9th through the eighteenth. Uh, all kinds of great stuff. Like I said, says there single items valued at thousands of dollars available in this auction. Uh, Sam awesome. picked up a, some nice stuff at our last auction. A Super Bowl used ball, correct? I did. Yes, I did. It was awesome. Um, looking for twenty five grand, so if you guys can help us achieve it, we would love that. It's all going to St Jude to help those kids. We want Christmas for the kids, and uh, and set them up with some good stuff. So uh, more to come on that. This continues to grow, and we continue to get more and more uh, pieces of the puzzle together. We'll let you guys know about those. But uh, November sixth, it's a Friday. Be ready all day. Get your businesses if they can help sponsor an hour of the show. It's not super expensive. Um, if they want to have, if you have, they have stuff they want to give away during the giveaways each hour, that'd be awesome too. And uh, you can contact us off via you know the Twitter or the the uh, the website has a contact form, detroitlandspodcast.com So St. Jude, Christmas for the kids. We want you folks to help us help them. All right let's keep rolling matthew stafford we hit on him uh jamal agnew um he hasn't panned out this is something and i don't you know COVID year limit on the seven layer uh COVID year we didn't get a lot out of camp but i'm gonna just complain about the reporting we got out of camp this year about everyone telling us how great matthew stafford looked
1: he was playing against our defense (laughs) Let's be honest. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing.
3: He's throwing to wide open dudes. He's rushing for 50 yards during a scrimmage. But the balls you know? were on target evidently, right? <laughs> Which is still different. I mean, Matthew Stafford playing against our defense is still going to miss a bunch of passes the way he's been lately. I just, I feel like, I don't know. I I, I feel like we missed, we missed out a lot. On training camp being closed and having such a limited number of media, kind of looking at this team this 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 uh, summer, we didn't we didn't get a real taste of what was what was coming. That hurt us a great deal. All right, callers, uh, we're willing. We're taking your calls. It's two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Or if you want to use Skype, you can Skype in using Detroit Lions podcast, all one word, and uh, we'll get you on the show. We had, and I'm the, the the worst part about this loss, Andy. Is we had a Redditor, LazyMan32, who had made a bet on Reddit that Ooh. he was going to eat a ghost pepper. If the Lions won and that he was and, and then he said he would do it on the show and I Was so excited I was
1: Chris you were you were so
3: excited I just wanted to see it I wanted to see it so bad and then And then we were up 14 it's funny I said You know nothing's nothing's in stone But it, things are looking good Now you're still up right he's like yeah he said I had to throw away the ghost pepper though I was like oh No he's like but I got like a Carolina Reaper and uh um What was the other one a scorpion oh Yeah <laughs> man a guess Scorpion or some shit I don't remember <laughs> but uh yeah yeah I'll, I'll just grab one of those instead I was like holy cow man that that that's insane uh, Trinidad Trinidad Scorpion that's what it was oh yeah um I don't know why I thought Madagascar but um yeah so it was I was so stoked to see this guy's face melt off on the on the on screen and we're not gonna get it but he did say he will make other bets as the as the year goes on so we may still see this guy injure his insides <laughs> All right. Um, Maybe next time
1: we need to get some more. Uh, we need to get some more hot, spicy food bets yeah, going on. Yep, for sure.
3: So I know you're on the fire, Patricia train, Sam. And are you on to fire him now?
1: Because it's the bye week. This is the week to do it, in my opinion. If they mm-hmm. don't do it this week, it probably won't happen during the season. Because it, this is the only time it would make sense. And I think I mentioned it earlier that having a week five bye mm-hmm. kind of sucks mm-hmm. in regards to firing your head coach because. It's a little early, possibly. You know, I would argue that nothing's changed. That, you know, you can say it's early in this year, but really when you look at his uh record as a whole and how the defenses look the same year after year, how everything seems to be the same. It's not a new problem that we're facing. It's the exact same ones we've been facing. I wouldn't be upset if he was fired at the bye. Yeah. But do I think he's going to be yeah? probably not just because it's a week five if we had like a week seven by or a week eight by 100 percent.
3: yeah yeah i'm uh i'm i'm with you i don't i if you fire him in the bye week it's because you want to win right that that's that's why you make that change i don't think i mean on one hand i say okay you're right we could we could we could turn out a nine and seven season if we got a good coach right um do we think that's going to happen with a new coach on the bye week? Probably not. More than likely, we'll probably win a few more games with a new coach than we would with Patricia. Mm -hmm. And I think that hurts us, (laughs) actually. And I go, again, so I I get the idea of doing it a bye week, but I think you you really want to salvage a season and believe you can salvage a season. I don't know who they put in there that they think they can salvage a season with, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I think that you just put – whoever you put yeah. combs and
3: right but see,
1: special so... teams coach the only coach that's uh that his face has been fantastic this year <laughs> put him in they would get jack fox in a quarterback yeah, he, he can punt the ball to to the players
3: isn't coombs like 28 years old he's like a really young dude is not he
1: yeah he's like 33 or something yeah. 34
3: <laughs> um i just i i i i think what happens is is you put someone in you probably win three more games than you would with patricia um what's wrong with winning because this team isn't getting anything out of winning this year. Except the worst draft pick. And you're gonna, you're gonna, it's part of that rebuild that we talked about earlier. This team perpetually winds up in a bad place because it can't get that hard restart. And that's what it needs. It needs a hard yeah. restart. Um, again, which is why I kind of look to what Martha Ford said. And uh, meaningful games in December. And that's why November 1st, I think, mid-season firing. Uh, you know then if you're keeping your, your GM or not. Right. So you can make your moves, you make your trades at the, te- at the tra- trade deadline, mm-hmm. um, you, you, you pull the team together and you're not worrying about wins really at that point. Because generally, I mean, if you do it in the bye week, you're telling your players that you're checked in on the season. You believe you can do something. Right. That's absolutely what you're what you're saying. Your players, you do it when you're not playing meaningful games in December. When you make that decision, you're hitting the reset button for those players. And, and what are they going to give for the rest of the year? right probably, probably what they gave at the end of last year, we'll probably see a lot of that a lot of guys sitting out with minor more minor injuries mm-hmm. than they otherwise would have uh saving themselves whatever um it's probably better for the team i mean i in my mind i've I've written this team off <laughs> for this year I've written this 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 season mm-hmm. off um like I said, we could wind up eight and eight, we could wind up eight and eight, but it's still i mean there is an extra. Um, well
1: yeah and Matthew Oliver in the chat said if there's a season to tank it's this one we can't even have fans at Ford Field and that's true Yeah. if I'm ownership I'm thinking about that to myself Yeah. that it's harder to tank when you've got people spending a bunch of money to come to your games and you're I don't want to say anybody's purposefully losing but when you're putting your team in a position to possibly lose that's harder to do when you've got you know hundreds of thousands of dollars a game coming in you know booing your product and booing you but now you know really this is kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of the
3: perfect year to do it right but the problem, you know and the other side of it though is is the with the jacked up college season like we said what are you getting out of the draft who knows what you're getting out of there right i mean you, you don't have good con, you know good even trevor lawrence as much as people love him I, I haven't seen him play this year, so it, it, you know he's getting some time in, I guess, and, and you get, you'll get some some extra film on him. But you see a lot of uh, players do great their rookie year, and then their senior year they 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 kind of disappear, right? Yeah. Um, every college season starts out with the consensus number one overall draft pick and ends with somebody different being the consensus number one overall draft pick. So um, the season, the college season, not happening and happening the way it is just throws. While well, it's ideal to tank right now. And set yourself up for next year, you're you are you are tanking to gamble, to go to the crap stable, right? And that's 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 the ugliest way to do it. So Oh, let's see. Green's mad because he had the pencil behind his ear. I I'm that doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bother me in the least. If he uh he's got the pencil because he's just he is what he is, right? He's a little bit of a caricature of himself at this point. So
1: all right. So Chris, yeah. actually, let me ask you a question for once. I never ask you anything. That's cuz I talk too much. If <laughs> if we're blowing this baby up and you had to pick 3 players to get us top value during trade deadline, who who do you trade? Not I'm not saying that we're going to get exactly what kind of picks you want, but who do you get rid of?
3: Yeah. Um, this is going to be a highly unpopular, and it's, and, and this is, this is not well thought through. So let me work through this. <laughs> but the first person to come to mind is Matthew Stafford. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, I love this guy to death, but, um, what we're seeing from him is he's not the same guy. Now, I thought Matthew Stafford would be killer for, with the Jets, right? They're not going to do well. They need a quarterback badly. Give him Stafford and, uh, but I thought they'd be more competitive, right? I thought that they'd want Matthew Stafford so that they could maybe make a run. You know what I mean? It's not looking like that over there in the in Jets land, but that's how I thought we could get his replacement. Right. Um so that was the ideal place. Where do you where do you put him now? I don't know. And then who do you replace him with? That's that's the big question. You you know, you get all kinds of draft picks, but you're not guaranteed mm-hmm. to be able to replace them, so that's a scary one. Um, top three, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've,
1: I've got people in chat saying Galladay,
3: Marvin Jones, on Johnson. I don't think you get anything for Jones. Uh, Galladay, I don't think you're going to get a whole lot because he's not on contract after this year, right? So it's a it's a rental. You have to sign him and trade him. Well, um, team,
1: teams have been willing to do that, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. it's a little harder
3: for yeah. sure. So I'm not sure where his you know look I, I, again. He hasn't shown a whole lot this year to push his value up. Marvin Jones, I don't think anybody wants him. No Amendola. No Agnew, Ragnar. Ragnar's a guy you could get a lot of value for, but I, I don't want to let him go. He seems yeah. To be a he's, he'd be
1: hard to let go. Yeah. Somebody would have key to key. offer us a sort of ludicrous bounty for me to. Yeah, yeah. But so who's this is kind of
3: trade out, right?
1: <laughs> well, and so now thinking about that, does that just prove how talent devoid we are as a team? Yeah. Who would take who? We've got Stafford, Galladay, and other top picks that we'd be giving up on early. Somebody said hawkinson in the chat you know like do we give up on hawkinson this early you know that's hard to say but you know pretty pretty devoid
3: it's and i w- I wouldn't call it giving up right i'm just thinking can you get more value in picks for him and that's that's what i was trying to think about you're not going to get a third for jones there's no way jones is not getting the third round pick um if if Diggs couldn't get it right i mean you're not getting the third for jones um and Darius Slay, we talked about this earlier. Um, he hasn't been doing so great in Philly either. It's he wouldn't be, you know, superstar in it here by any by any stretch right now. So um, Swift, no Okuda. I mean, no. Um, yeah. There's just you're right. There, there's not a lot of value. What we've done though, and and this is one thing, the old Lions teams had no. Depth. We had, like you said, we paid three players a boatload of money because of the rookie contracts at the time before the C, that was called the CVD, <laughs> <laughs> the, C- the CVA changed, <laughs> cbd. Uh before the CVA changed. And um, we, we we were hosts but we had three superstars and a team of guys that could never play anywhere else, right? Now we have a team of average talent, but no real superstars other than Stafford, who's not playing up to his status. Now not a superstar. I'm just telling you, everybody loves him, and that and that's great. He's made some really big plays. He doesn't get that massive separation, right? Um, that that you want out of a wide receiver, and and neither does Jones. Amendola does because he's a slot and he plays a slot, and and, and by running routes very very well uh, and getting people a bite, um, he he can get open. But we're devoid. We we have a lot of trouble at wide receiver, and I, I think about a guy like um um. Oh, what's his name? Patrick Mahomes again. I'm going to go back to him. He could float a ball in there. But with these guys, they have no separation. They are, every catch is contested. You need Matthew Stafford to sling a ball in there. You, so if you're going to bring another quarterback in, you need new wide receivers too. You need at least two. Mm-hmm. And then you need defensive line least, still. And you, need yep. one, and you need linebackers. Then whew, look out. <laughs>
1: we we need at least 13 new starters out of 22 and then we're good then we're super, super bowl maybe bound
3: <laughs> all right crosby that might be somebody you could you could you could trade there's a guy who's actually worked his way up and shown some real value um offensive linemen are, are really valuable good ones right mm-hmm. there's all kinds of mediocre guys out there and the athleticism of the uh defensive linemen these days just makes mediocre offensive linemen look like trash so that is definitely a helpful piece. All right, let's uh, let's round this out. We'll uh, we'll take any last minute calls that come in two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four, or via Skype Detroit Lions Podcast all one word. Um, final thoughts, Sandman. Heading into the bye week, um, are you going to tell me that we just need to heal up and we're going to come out and make a run the rest of the season? Is that what? I, that's what I'm expecting to hear from you.
1: <laughs> Not only that, but <laughs> yes, no, I I, you know, this team just. Is so up and down. It's it. In fact, the defense almost looks like it's regressed. The Saints team was not good. You know, they they still have Drew Brees, but they were missing their biggest playmaker and Michael Thomas. They were missing a bunch of defensive pieces. You know, their left tackle was out for like a quarter of the game. They lost their star right guard for the whole game. Still no pressure with those guys missing. I just don't see where this team can make headway with changes so by by that I mean when you change schemes slightly maybe you say okay we're gonna play a little bit more zone this week I don't know if it matters because we don't have players that are making plays right now you know we had another interception today which was mind-boggling but even that was kind of a semi-fluke because it was a bad ball you know that happens sometimes Mm -hmm. but I just don't see this team making any major improvements. The only improvement I could see happening that's going to put us back in the games is Matthew Stafford coming out of a slump. If it is, in fact, a slump and not a a regression due to age slash having his body beat to shit for 12 years. Yep. You know, it's that's it. If Stafford gets better, we get better. I don't think, you know, we're not missing any pieces that are going to come back and like, wow, this is really going to put us back. I think we are what we are. And I think that's the biggest indictment of Quinn and Patricia at this point.
3: Yeah, I'll say, you know, good good defenses get their hands up and, and bat passes, block passes. But evidently, bad defenses do too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so so those are those are great plays, right? Those are, those are great defensive plays, and you give them credit for that. They they deserve credit for that that uh, interception. It was a good play, good batted ball. They did the, you know they did everything right there. Um, they they definitely you know what was it five straight touchdowns, right? But mm-hmm. I think those hurt less if Matthew Stafford's on on this team and playing Matthew Stafford football because so many of those drives stalled where they wouldn't have otherwise. They stalled because he missed passes and he overthrew. He the the one where he pointed Hawk in the end zone. He's like, go deep, go deep, right? Go and then he underthrows him, right? <laughs> it's like for a, for an interception. What are you what are you doing? Why, what 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 the hell happened? Where was the arm? Right, Mister Third Strongest Arm in the history of football. Where's where's the power? Why are you underthrowing people or or splitting the difference between two receivers in the same spot? Right. It's just it's if he shows up. This game is completely different. I really, really believe it. If Matthew Stafford's there this week, we have an excellent shot of winning this ballgame. And he wasn't. He absolutely wasn't there. The defense is ass. We know the defense is ass. We knew this was going to be a shootout with the Saints, though. Except we just weren't shooting. We were shooting blanks. Mm-hmm. All right. Um Stafford to Denver. That sounds like a pretty good one. Maybe get a defender and some draft picks. That's that's some that's a possibility. Um what else? There's one other point I was going to make before I close it off. Um, yeah, again, I'm, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say that I, um, uh, I, I love Matthew Stafford. I love everything he's done for the city. I got to yep. say it one more time because people, you know, are, are, this is an emotional topic for some people love the man to death, but I also also recognize value and when you can get value and when you can't. and um what we're seeing from him tells us it may be time to extract the value and try to go in another direction as much as I hate it. And as much as I wish, you know, he could, he could be, you know, beginning of last year, Stafford forever. Um, that'd be great. But right now I think it's, it's time to pull some, pull some, uh, some value out and see what we can do with it. Uh, i got to tell you folks about fanatics. You may not want to get your lions gear, <laughs> but you may want to get your big 10 gear. Cause they're going to start playing soon or hockey or whatever else. Head on over to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. You get hooked up with all of your real licensed gear. They give us a kickback. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Amazon exact same thing amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com. That's a great way to go. Um, I can't talk yet. Um, We'll just say, yeah, head on over there. Don't give Bezos all that money. He doesn't deserve it. Share it with us. It doesn't cost you any more. They just give us a cut of their profit, and then we'll pay taxes on it, unlike Amazon. Amazon Amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com. Head on over and do that if you're going to shop for anything there. Thank you, for everyone, for doing that, because you support the show by doing something you were going to do anyway. All right. So what was (laughs) Say Say the name with Caldwell. What was the other shirt that came by? Because that was another one that I thought was a good one. I'm going to to go through the chat again. Darn it. All right. There we go. All right, folks. <laughs> we'll call that a show this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, look, sometimes therapy doesn't work. Sometimes it takes multiple meetings. <laughs> multiple,
1: This multiple one's, meetings. This
3: one's probably the hardest one to shake for me this year. This list loss. More so than the Chicago game because... Chicago game was the first game of the season. I thought everybody was off the off the rocker over that one. But uh to quote Kevin in the chat, we may be bad, but we're not New York Jets bad. <laughs> so I got that going for us, which is nice. <laughs> uh, all right, remember the show needs your involvement. Thank you everyone for super chatting and joining us today. Use the comments in the subreddit, to give us your feedback, let us know what you think. Otherwise, bang those five star reviews and iTunes and all those places of those aggregators where we go. Don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Don't forget about our new YouTube channel. Go to bit.ly, B-I-T slash D-L-P clips, and we'll get a real... URL here on that real quick, Uh, bit.ly slash dlpclips. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. It gets everything that we talk about in nice bite-sized chunks because sometimes you don't have all the time you need. Uh, Also, I said Patreon, right? Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. Twitter at DET Lions podcast. Get on there and follow DET Lions podcast. It's the very best place to see all Lions fans.
1: With no pants on.
3: That's right. All right. <laughs> give us a call on Skype. Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word or on the Lions line. nine two nine three three lions It's 929-335-4667. Leave a message. We'll get you on the regular weekly show. Also, go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can show up in your ears auto-magically. Thank you for tuning in. And we're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs. No problems. Because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection
5: final seconds winding down and look at that how big is that chris and case out of time pack the bag start the plane this show is over